for Health's Sake, a simple chat for better health. I'm your host, Donna Karras. These podcasts are a publication of Amory Hospital and Clinic, Hudson Hospital and Clinic, Lakeview Hospital, Stillwater Medical Group, and Westfield Hospital and Clinic. All are part of a nonprofit healthcare organization committed to enhancing community health. I'm talking with general surgeon, Dr. Mark George from Stillwater Medical Group about endoscopies and colonoscopies. Thanks for joining us, Dr. George. You're welcome. So what is an endoscopy? An endoscopy is a medical procedure where a small flexible camera is passed through body orifice and uh, we are able to visualize the inside of the gastrointestinal tract. There are two main types of endoscopies that we performed. The first is called an upper endoscopy or a gastroscopy, and that's through the mouth to look at the food tube, the stomach, and the very first part of the small intestine. And then the second is a colonoscopy from the other end to look at the large intestine or the colon. What does an upper endoscopy look for? An upper endoscopy is typically done for patients with symptoms such as uh, signs of gastrointestinal bleeding, upper abdominal pain, heartburn, and reflux. We can see inflammation of the esophagus, which is called esophagitis. This can be related to reflux. We can see narrowing of the esophagus, which can contribute to poor swallowing. In the stomach itself, we can see ulcers, which can bleed or cause pain. And in the small intestine, we can also see ulcers and signs of celiac disease, which we can do biopsies for. What about a colonoscopy? What are you looking for there? Again, a colonoscopy can be done for patients with symptoms, also gastrointestinal bleeding, lower abdominal pain, diarrhea, or constipation. But another type of colonoscopy called a preventative or screening colonoscopy is done for patients with no symptoms for the purpose of detecting colon polyps. I'll talk more about that later. Are these procedures painful? An upper endoscopy is not painful. People report some small amount of gagging and coughing, but with medications on board, they don't remember much of the procedure and it's done very quickly. A colonoscopy takes a little bit longer. Again, we use sedatives, including uh, relaxing medications through the IV and painkillers, but people do sometimes remember some bloating, and as the scope passes around the corners, there's a little bit more discomfort, but it's manageable for most patients. We give everyone IV pain medications and sedatives to be able to do these procedures with the least amount of pain possible. Most patients report not having too bad of pain afterwards, but recall some abdominal discomfort and bloating. The day of the procedure when patients arrive, the nurse places an IV, and at the time of the procedure, after meeting with the surgeon or the gastroenterologist, patients are given small graduated doses of mainly two types of IV medications. One is a sedative related to Valium. It's a benzodiazepine. It causes you to feel relaxed and drowsy. And the second is a narcotic pain medication. Both of these are short acting and wear off about 15 minutes after the procedure is complete. Some people, despite these medications, have discomfort that makes doing the procedure difficult 
in these situations, we can ask the anesthesiologist to join us and give a higher level of pain medication that will make patients completely forget about the procedure. Is the prep for a colonoscopy as bad as we've heard? Yes and no. I think that when people look back on the entire experience, the process of doing a colonoscopy prep is considered the worst part. And I think part of that is because it takes a number of days. So we have a protocol that's uh, mailed out or given to patients to talk about these steps for the prep. And basically about three days before the procedure, you start a low fiber diet. One day before the procedure, you start a clear liquid diet. And then you take some Miralax, which is a powder laxative that you mix with Gatorade, and you drink a large volume of that. You follow that with some uh, laxative pills, and then about three hours before the procedure, you take another oral type of laxative. And so that process is uh, a bit cumbersome, but it's very effective and allows us as the person doing the procedure to see what we need to see. Why is having a colonoscopy screening so important? Data have shown us in, in large studies that people who get screening colonoscopies at the intervals and the times that they're supposed to, and we usually start doing this around age 50 for most people, that their risk of dying from colon cancer is reduced by over 50%. This is the most powerful preventative test that we have. Now, for somebody that has a colon cancer, it's also important to diagnose it as early as possible because early stage colon cancer has has an excellent chance of a good prognosis. Are you offering these procedures during COVID-19 precautions? Absolutely. We have been doing um, non-emergency colonoscopies and upper endoscopies for a number of months at Lakeview Hospital. We have a rigorous cleaning and equipment processing protocols in place. Also, for patients getting an upper endoscopy, we require that they have a COVID screening test about two days prior to their procedure because that's a little higher risk procedure for spreading aerosolized particles. For a colonoscopy, the risk is less, so those patients do not not require a COVID screen. How do we schedule these procedures? Typically for any patients with symptoms requiring either an upper or colonoscopy, the primary doctor or the physician that that patient is seeing for those symptoms will order the test. So usually it's a family practice doctor, sometimes it's a gastroenterologist. For some patients that know that they are due for preventative colonoscopy, say they've never had one and they're older than 50, we oftentimes will help them schedule that directly, they can call our endoscopy department. I will give that number uh, here in just a moment, and uh, we can help set them up. Our nurses can review the charts and make sure it's appropriate that they're getting that procedure. And that number, it's 651-430-8701. Thanks for the information. You're welcome. Thanks for listening.